0: Changes come in the day. You're going to change. God's going to help. Paul says, if anybody is in Christ, give your life over to God. Meet Him through Jesus. You can become a new creation. And I wanted to stand next to some of those. This is a leaf. A leaf is a remarkable thing of beauty. And the God who created this, and every one of them is a little kind of a miracle. We'll talk about turning over a new leaf. He can do that with you. In particular today, the character strength we want to talk about is actually to be creative, because we were made in the image of the Creator, and God loves creativity. It's a deeply kingdom word. In the beginning, God creates. He is extending His kingdom, and then He makes you in His image to have dominion. You are made to be creative, to innovate, to dream, to make novel connections. To bring a unique stamp into this world. doesn't have to be dramatic or look big, but it is you that is extending your little kingdom. So often people think of spirituality as this, well, uh, I'm just supposed to color inside the lines and kind of give robotic uh, obedience. And they forget, people forget how much God loves it when you're creative. In fact, if you're a Bible person, do you know When in the Bible, for the very first time, a person is spoken of as being filled with God's Spirit? And why did God fill somebody up with His Spirit? Well, if you don't know, you're going to find out right now. Exodus chapter 35. The Israelites are on the way across the wilderness... Moses said to the Israelites, because it's time to build the tabernacle, to create with great beauty a reminder that God wants to dwell with people. Then Moses said to the Israelites, see, the Lord has chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, this guy's identity matters, the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with all kinds of skill and wisdom and knowledge. And then it says, why? Why? To make artistic designs, to work in gold and silver and bronze, to cut, set stones, work in wood, to engage in all kinds of artistic crafts. The very first time in the Bible that it talks about God filling somebody with the Spirit. It's not to preach. It's not to heal. It's not to govern. It's not to prophesy. It's to do artwork. It's to be creative. Cause God loves it when we're creative. Now you may be saying, I'm not creative. Folks who do research in this area distinguish between big C creativity, Beethoven, Van Gogh, somebody like that and little C creativity for people like you and me. How do you write this email? How do you fix this meal? How do you decorate a room? How do you greet somebody? How do you put on your—God fills us with His Spirit so that we can create something that wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for us. And we long for that. Every little child knows that they're creative because that's part of God's thumbprint on every life. Nancy yesterday wore a pair of pants that she just got. They're like psychedelic tie-dye 60s hippie, they look like something that would have happened if Austin Powers had married one of the Kardashians and their kid had been a designer. You can't not notice these pants and they just make you happy to look at them. She's walking down the street, she came back and told me and somebody stopped their car, rolled down the window and said, hey lady, I love those pants. And Nancy's creative response was, I know, aren't they fabulous? Not the typical, well, thank you very much, they're really nothing. Just like, I join you in loving them." So, we are called to bring creativity into our every, everyday life. Sometimes that happens when we combine things that nobody else would have combined before. So, like uh, disco and jazz put together and you get funk. Or spirituals and rock put together and you get blues. Or country and rap, you put them together and you get crap. Um, You may not know it, but August 11th of this year was the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. And in many ways it was born, it it started apparently in the Bronx when DJ Kool Herc did a little back-to-school party for his sister and brought a couple of record players. And out of a culture that involved a lot of oppression and a lot of poverty came uh, the hip-hop movement. I was reading a fascinating Article called Hip Hop Hermeneutics by a guy named Douglas Radcliffe about how our appreciation for God and his concern and his passion for justice can be seen through fresh and creative eyes out of hip hop culture. Um, So the idea that you can bring creativity into whatever you're doing, including if you're experiencing difficulty pain, often creativity flows out of absence or loss. And in fact, with Israel, it was precisely the fact that it had lost its dream of military and economic and political might that opened it up to a new creative vision that no other country had ever had, that there might be a spiritual gift through the Messiah that could be given to the world. So don't you give up on this. I want to tell you a story, since we're talking about creative. This was written by J.R.R. Tolkien. It was one of Tim Keller's favorite stories of his. Tolkien, of course, wrote Lord of the Rings. In the Second World War, he hit what we all do, kind of a block of creativity, writer's block in his case. And he couldn't go forward with Lord of the Rings for the longest time. But what did come was a short story called Niggle's Leaf. And in this story, Nigel is an artist in a little village and he has a vision much bigger than him. He wants to paint a tree, the greatest, most beautiful, most vibrant, inspiring tree that has ever been captured. To have it stand in front of a vast forest and a great mountain range. Ends up with this enormous mule with ladders. It's such a great vision, but he can't get much done on it. Partly it's because He's such a perfectionist. He's never satisfied with any detail. And partly it's because he's the kind of guy that's easily interrupted. Tolkien chose that name, niggle, because that was a word that means to spend time on petty details, stuff that's not really significant, kind of a dreamer, often interrupted. He's got a neighbor that's got problems, and he intends to say, I can't be bothered by you. I got to get this stuff done. But somehow he always seems to be willing to stop what he's doing to help somebody else. And his whole life long, all he's able to paint is one leaf of this great vision. Just one. And even it, he's not satisfied with. Eventually, he goes on that long journey that we understand metaphorically to be death. Eventually, one day, he ends up in a place that we might think of as heaven. And he's riding his bicycle. And he sees something that is so stunning to him that it makes him fall off his bike. Here's what Tolkien wrote. Before him stood the tree, his tree, finished. If you could say that of a tree that was alive, its leaves opening, its branches growing and bending in the wind that Nigel had so often felt or guessed and had so often failed to catch, he gazed at the tree and slowly he lifted his arms and opened them wide. It's a gift, he said. He was referring to his art. And also the result, but he was using the word quite literally. He went on looking at the tree. Everything he had ever labored at, every leaf was all there. And then Tim Keller goes on to write about this in his book, Every Good and Perfect Endeavor. Once or twice in your life, you may feel like you've finally gotten a leaf out. Whatever your work, you need to know this there really is a tree. Now in the Bible, the tree is called Shalom, God's great project. Whatever you are seeing in your work, the city of justice and peace, the world of brilliance and beauty, the order, the healing, it is there. There is a God, there is a future healed world, and your work is showing it in part to others. So don't you give up on that world because it's your work is a part of what God is doing uh, that will one day all be gathered together. It will be uh, this great symphony, this great song in which everybody has a part to sing. You know, the mark of a great artist is they're able to use everything. That tree, that leaf, yep, I can put that in. A great cook, whatever's in the kitchen, that spice, yep, I can, I can, I can put that in. That'll be part of the dish. There's an artist, Makato Fujimura, and he was told the story of Niggle's Leaf by uh, Tim Keller. And it inspired him to try to paint a version of that tree. You may have seen that. Hopefully we're showing that uh, as part of this video. And he did this after the great pain of 9-11 he was actually trapped underground and said it was a miraculous thing that he was able to survive so he was not able to do much work in the pain after that this one painting he got started and he said he wasn't able to finish it but the watermarks were such that over time they emerged more and more until 22 years later the painting had kind of finished itself and it is today in a museum in shanghai There's a great artist at work. You are made to be creative. Doesn't have to be big C, can be little C. But don't get stuck in a rut today. This is the only time today is ever going to happen. And you are the only you that's ever going to walk through your life. So do something to spark that creative impulse, image, aliveness inside you. The Bible says, sing to the Lord a new song. Today, sing a song to God. If you don't have a good voice, go where nobody can hear you and just sing. And that creates uh, creativity inside us. Write something and don't worry about anybody looking at it. Just write words to God or words that express the song of your soul or draw something or wear something today that's going to be at least a little bit on the creative side. So somebody will say, I like those pants. Write creatively an email to somebody else. The way that you decorate a room, the way that you fix a meal today, you are bringing The goodness and newness and uniqueness of your little kingdom. God made you this way. Hover for a moment. In Genesis 1-2, it says that uh, before God created, the Spirit hovered over the deep. And I think about that. There's a wonderful book called Orbiting the Giant Hairball about working with creative people. And the author says that with creative types, they're kind of like cows, where they spend most of the day just standing in the field, eating grass. Looks like they're not doing much, but milk's going to come. And so that's the process. Just spend some time today in wonder. And allow yourself the permission to create. Be again like a little child because it's the only way to enter the kingdom of heaven. Change is coming today. Hey, it's Tim. I'm the producer here at Become New. I wanted to let you know, if you'd like more resources or teaching from John, you can find it at our website, becomenew.com. Also, if you'd like to receive a text alert or the daily email that goes along with each video, let us know at becomenew.com slash subscribe. Lastly, if you need prayer, we'd love to pray for you. There's a group of us who meet each weekday, Monday through Friday, to pray over requests that are sent in from listeners. And so you can text us your prayer requests at the number 855-888-0444. We'll catch you next time.